driving it home. With Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. Oh boy, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, what kind of chaos have you uh, discovered today? What did you find yourself in the middle of? Or did you... uh, Take a different tact. Having built on years of experience and knowing what this day is like, did you plan ahead? Because I saw a lot of folks out there that did not plan ahead. Uh, we had to make our way downtown for, uh, and Terry Ryder just left a, uh, thank you for your kind words, Terry. Uh, we were talking about my family and, and some of the stories I share. Uh, we are kind of winding down a little bit of our aggressive therapy for Declan as he continues to build up his strength and uh, working towards walking independently again. And and so we had to go downtown for his uh, therapy session. And um, it's it's a little crazy out there, folks. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There is a lot of uh, aggressive driving going on. Uh, the Metro train cars were full. When I came back, I went into work as well. And uh, it's insane. And, uh, and then I drove by the... Uh, <laughs> dispensary in my neighborhood and there was a line like halfway down the block because they're having a 30% off on everything sale at uh, the cannabis on Milwaukee Avenue. I, you know, I don't know if it's partly the sale or people stocking up before their relatives uh, come in and they're sitting across the table from somebody they maybe disagree with. Uh, I don't, uh, we're, we're going to have a very quiet Thanksgiving uh, I was talking to uh, somebody. Uh, I was uh, talking to a friend of mine today about. They asked if uh, we had any big plans, and I don't. Everyone has a different sort of tradition, and sometimes we spend a lot of time and parts of our lives trying to recapture those emotions, that energy of what uh, our Thanksgivings or Christmases were like when we were kids. And uh, you will make yourself crazy. I mean, maybe some of you are successful at it. Uh, perhaps you've come close or you've let it go and say, I'm going to create new traditions. And for a long time, it was just me, my mom and my dad for Thanksgiving. And I've talked about this before. My dad was, uh, my dad and I were uh, politically in opposite lanes as as far as, uh, uh, my dad was very conservative, uh, I will say. Uh, his last election, he voted for Al Gore. And that's when I knew, oh, I don't think my dad's going to be around much longer because hell has frozen over. Uh, he <laughs> voted for Al Gore. And, uh, and there were, he had reasons for it. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't dislike Al Gore. Uh, he didn't like the idea of George W. Bush uh, running for presidency simply because his father had been a president. He also did not like um, Daley Jr. for the same reason. He felt there shouldn't be this sort of nepotism and uh, just because you have the family name, you wouldn't be there were it not for it. It, it was, I don't know if it was like, like slightly Irish of him. I feel like it was the sort of idea of a monarchy that it's passed down through the family lines. So at any rate, uh, my dad was often, um, uh, my dad and I could <laughs> have very loud uh, fights when I was a kid. And it often, for whatever reason, it's not like we weren't together every single day of the year. And then for some reason, Thanksgiving, just uh, we, we went at each other. Uh, if we would fight and, I can't I can't use the language that I used as a teenager one time because my mom and I, in particular, my mom would cook 
all day long. And my dad would like stroll in from hanging out with his friends at Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe he was working, but usually as a cab driver, he wasn't working very much on Thanksgiving. But he would come in and like, we made the same thing every single blessed year. And he would pick up, he'd be like pointing at something, what's, what's this? It's, it's cream spinach, dad. What's this? It's uh, sweet potatoes. I, it's candied sweet potatoes. And then he would, and then, but my favorite thing to make, which I made every year as a kid, was orange juice with cranberry juice and cinnamon, and uh, you know, it was just it was like my as a kid, I felt like I was being fancy, like it was a cocktail. And uh, he picked up the pitcher. I'll never forget it. Remember those green sort of dimpled glass pitchers that were really popular in the seventies? Uh, he picked it up and. Um, I didn't use this word. He goes, hey, what's this? And I go, it's pee water, dad. It's pee water. And, my and I use a different word. And uh, he walked out of the house. I was 13. And uh, that was that was our Thanksgiving. My dad went and spent the, the uh, rest of the day with his friends at Dunkin' Donuts because I had talked back to him. Um, my, my dad wasn't great with uh, dealing with his teenage daughter who... Uh, he would always say things like, what are you trying to be smart? And then I would be like, well, that's why you t send me to school. <laughs> it was a lot. So my, uh, my memories of Thanksgiving uh, when I was younger was that I loved the food and I hated the fighting. And so as I got older and my husband um, and I, you know, I started dating and I loved the energy of this big family. Steve has five sisters and they're all married. They all have kids and. You know, so we, and, and Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Steve's parents were absolutely magnificent, just the most uh, generous with their, you know, opening their homes for meals and gathering. And uh, I just I like the energy of it. Uh, and then uh, it, got, it got a little overwhelming. And as the years have gone by, uh, <laughs> different elements that have popped up, not, and not the least of which is also politics. So um, it's been I, I uh, we're going to what I'm saying is long, very long, long story short. We will be having a very quiet Thanksgiving at my house with my mom and the boys, and uh, maybe I'll go see some friends. But that's uh, we're just gonna, we're just going to hunker down a little bit and avoid any drama this year. And and I've never spent time with any of my extended family. With my uh, I have half, six half siblings, and uh, in their extended families, and I just it's always been sort of this cobbled together experience. <laughs> anyway, everyone's experience is their Thanksgiving. Do you uh, do you have plans to? try to chase the traditions? Are you creating new traditions? Do you have anxiety about uh, seeing some of your relatives over the holidays? Let me know. 773-763-9278. Judy from Niles has a story about Joan, our very own Joan Esposito. What's your story, Joan? I mean, I'm yes, sorry, Judy, what's your story? My stepson, the, the youngest of Todd's children, he was the youngest when we got married. I had Tim later. And he calls me all the time because he lived with me the longest. And um, his mother was less than <laughs> less than adequate as a mother. So he called me to wish me happy Thanksgiving a moment ago. And he, he, my, I said that I had just uh, been listening to the radio. And I said, normally Joan Esposito is. I said, you remember her? I said, I think you had a big crush on her. And he said, yes, <laughs> I did. <laughs> and and I, he said, I said her a dozen roses when I was in high school. I said, you didn't. He said, yes, I did. And vaguely I remember, I mean, because our house was, I had, I got married, I had the first one, but then I had, you know, two, three within, the, by the next year. So it was always a bit chaotic in here and 
Ed Daniel is well. They're they're all very different personalities. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unbelievable. And Daniel would he would just do things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't. He never gave much thought. And if he had a nickel in his pocket to do it, he would do it. And sending flowers was one of the things wow. he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, you've got to call her next week and tell her that story. So I bet after him, you know, I, I, oh, I'm going to remind him next week. To, I, said, I gave him the number, and, and I hope he'll call it because I think, I think she would enjoy the story. And I wonder if she remembers Getting um, maybe she got a lot of them. She was a very attractive young lady, so maybe she got flowers all the day. I don't know, but you know, to get one from a teenager, <laughs> and he always made sure that he had a a good note with it. So, you know, I'm a teenager. I think you're gorgeous, or whatever he said. I, he's been trying to remember what he put on it. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that's I, funny. It is. It, you know, I said you could you could actually talk to her. Right. You know, you can't talk to her this week because she's taking some time off. It's so good of her to. She takes care of herself. She takes some time when she needs it. But I guess going through cancer and everything else. Right. Yeah, yeah pace yourself. Learned that. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, Todd and I've been doing that kind of a lot. <laughs> He's still working on. It. He he got his blood pressure has evened off, so now they're trying to take care of his kidneys because it did a lot of damage to them. And he was fine with this, all of this. And, but when we came home about two weeks ago, he read the thing that they give you when you leave, and it said he had kidney disease. The minute mm. he read that word disease, he could get all upset. I said, Todd, it's the same thing you've had since the very beginning, and now at least they've stopped what's hurting it and you know we're going to work on you know taking care of it <laughs> so <laughs> you know just something about seeing that word that you got all upset on oh boy and, and i have you ever have you tried getting a doctor lately um, I'm fortunate enough. We've had the same family doctor, for, and I know that we should probably look ahead. But he's uh, he's about my age, um, so he's in his fifties. We've had him since uh, I think I want to say 2008 or so. So f- 15 years he's been our family doctor. It is. My mom tells me it's very hard to try to find someone new if your doctor retires or. Well, it isn't so much you. I mean, even if it's what you've had, that they now have calling systems, and I rail against them constantly. I, this was my yesterday was my third shot at trying to see my gynecologist because I I have a pessary and this is not radio talk but it's supposed to be checked and I tried to get in September when I had a and they changed my appointment forgot to tell me oh no apparently. yes that's been happening so I to showed us. up and they said oh no you're it's that yeah week. I said no it isn't. Judy, so, I don't know if it's a I've new been thing. Having trouble. Yeah, that that's happened to us a few times where they're like, "Oh, your your appointment's been moved," and then we get no notification of it. It's that's a little what bit is weird. This? Yeah, I don't know. And you know, I know I should be concerned with Ukrainian people at a war and Palestinian and Israeli people at a war, and I am. But at the as the last couple of weeks, I've I've been more concerned with my own self, and then I think. 
a couple of times I sat down and I thought, well, you know, I bet there's a little 80-year-old couple in all of those countries that had the very same problems we're having, and they're having bombs dropped on them on top of it. So maybe we're, that's how I've calmed myself down. <laughs> it's not so bad. I've only gotcha. got the one thing to deal with. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. What are your plans for Thanksgiving? We're going to stay here and cook with each other, which I quite enjoy. Yes, I'm the same way. I just yeah, I, we're, I'm going to peel and Todd's going to mash, and we're yep. going to and then uh, Tim is going with his wife to her father. He's been extraordinarily generous with helping them because Tim doesn't work when he takes care of her. And she's been better. She can actually drive again, and she's gone to a couple appointments by herself. Right. But ordinarily, you know, through the last couple of years with COVID and all, and he's been paying their mortgage and everything. He can well afford it. I mean, he was the, the vice president of Chase Bank, so he's well able to do this. See, that's what you do. You make sure that your wife or husband has a lot of money. Right. Yeah. But uh, it helps. It doesn't solve everything, but it helps. No, it no because I I do worry. I hope Tim. But they they've been going out again a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fish was here. If you know who Fish is, the band, the musical. Yes. Oh. They, they went to all three <laughs> nights. Judy knows more about Fish than I do. I'm like the, the <laughs> musical group. You mean the? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, all you know. I, I've been around people, my aunt was very young when I was little, and she, we lived in the same two-flat. And so I had her music when I was in preschool, and then I had my sister's music, and she was seven years older. And then I had mine, which was 50s. And then I had my sister's, who's 10 years younger, and then I started rolling into the 60s with cousins and things. And then I had three children, you know, first my stepchildren and then my son. And they were all very into music. So, you know, right. I've you, got, you absorbed it that before, way. Yep. Since World War II till <laughs> a few years ago, I, I've listened to all kinds of stuff. Plus, my father liked different kinds of music. He's right. a very loudly played Seder music on Sunday mornings with the windows all open. Okay. And we are, you know, I don't even think that, well, I think there were a few Jewish people on our block. I, I'm not certain. There, oh. there was a man named Golding, so maybe. <laughs> okay. What? So, but, you know, it was, there was always a lot of music around. That's wonderful. How uh, home should be filled with love and music. That's my thought. I've I've got to run to a break, Judy. Okay, Thanks. and you guys have the greatest, and everybody there, and please somebody send a little note to to Lady B. Lady B. We have yes, we love Lady B. She's yes, she's gonna be home resting. Her hang her in family. there. We're yep. all thinking of her. We are. Thank you for that, Judy. I'll let her know you you called as well. Okay. Thank have, you so much. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, Judy. Okay, and thank you to everybody for being there.
<laughs> Thank you. Of course. We're happy to be here. Have a good night. Have a good holiday. Let's take a yep. break here. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation. The phone lines are open, 773-763-9278. And don't forget, you can watch our show live streaming on the Patty V Show page or on WCPT's Facebook page. More in a moment on the Heartland Signal. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. On this Thanksgiving Eve and uh, what some people call a blackout Wednesday, which uh, (laughs) I will tell you, there are certain days of the year as a longtime performing comedian that we kind of, I love the day before a long holiday or the Sunday in the middle of a three-day weekend. Uh, for example, if you know, Memorial Day, if it's on a Monday, that Sunday night is great at the comedy clubs. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is a great night on a Sunday night. If the people aren't working on Monday, they will come out to a comedy club. But the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is often unhinged. I learned that my first year of comedy at Zany's was just crazy. Uh, the room was packed. Uh, John Caponera, who is a Chicago comedian, that moved out to Los Angeles would have the entire week at the downtown Zanies, and uh, it was it was just absolutely insane. So uh, they now, I mean, everyone, it's, it's become sort of well known that this is when people go out uh, to the bars. So be careful if you are out on the roads. If you are drinking, please be responsible. Uh, it's it, there's never been there's never been a re- better time to be safe and uh, just get an Uber, get a Lyft, and take care of yourself. Uh, Jerry just texted, uh, aka Drinksgiving. Excellent. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me get to Jim first. Hey, Jim, what's on your mind, my friend? Uh, hi, Patty. Uh, I hope this doesn't disturb anybody's Thanksgiving weekend. But I was thinking of Trump's explanation of the Steele dossier. Right. And and it occurred to me that uh, he suffers from a persecution complex that I've never seen any homo sapien on the earth uh, suffer from. Now, and the sacriatic, I don't know where it lands in the sacriatic uh with things, but it can't be good. It's got a border on paranoia. Now, just think about what he believes. He believes that he was cheated out of the presidency. He believes that the Democrats conspired against him. And a lot of his followers believe this. And then he's got 91 voting accounts. So anybody who's ever touched up a law book is against them. You know, they're, they're against them. I mean, is this guy helping his, 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 uh, his mental fa- faculties sound enough right. to be four years sitting in the White House? I mean, I, I say nay. Well, say nay. Well, I know, that. I know. But he's also just a vehicle for the very wealthy and the very powerful. You know, whether it was to get, you know, he's their Trojan horse that is able to mesmerize and convince people that he's the right person. He's working for them. He's one of us. And that's how they got Roe v. Wade was very powerful, very wealthy. People wanted their Supreme Court. And if he is, you know, I've never thought he's mentally capable of being the president of the United States. It's just all the other people. But now he's he's demonstrated uh, a persecution complex. It's it's beyond the pale. But remember this. He was a lucky, he was a lucky soul to win the thing to begin with. Everybody in the world thought that uh, Hillary was going to win the thing. The couple of uh, Trump supporters, they went, who did he win? It was almost like you won the the lotto, you know. Who did he really win? Did he really win? Unfortunately. Right. uh, Right. Well, 
but and then they got three Supreme Court judges. But their luck can't hold out forever. That's <laughs> all I can say. Their luck can't uh, hold out forever. Uh, I, you know what I mean, it, it, because because it's not so much him, right? He's just like I said. He's just their their vehicle to get what they want. And the fact that there are people who buy into it all is all the more better for the wealthy and the very powerful to get their agenda, right? And if that means completely decimating what it means to live in a democracy uh, where we, we at least come close to one person, one vote, but the Electoral College blocks us from that and gerrymandering and suppression of voter rights. I mean, they've, they've, this, is, this is their moment to destroy it all and just gobble up, as it were, uh, the remaining pieces of the planet. Just, I guess so. They don't care. I guess so, but what an, what an end, though. What an end to uh, yeah. 225 years of democracy. It could be. I don't think they can get away with it. I, I don't think they can get away with it, personally. But but he is such, his mental faculties are so gone now that uh, they, they don't, I don't know how anybody they, can they support cheer, him. They cheer when he talks about golden showers, and they, and they cheer no, when he talks about I'm still thinking about German. last night. When, they don't care. Well, you were thinking about what? Last night, when I when you brought it up last night, yeah, and I, I it's still it's still stuck in my mind the idea that he's, that he's being persecuted by the Steele dossier, by the yeah. uh, Democratic Party, by uh, the justice system. Everybody's persecuting them. Yep. Which is it, what is that border on paranoia? I mean, you know, paranoid. Can you imagine the president of the United States a paranoid? That would be like a nightmare. A paranoid a guy sitting in the White House is completely paranoid. He thinks everybody. Is against him. Yep. Even the cook. They'll have, they'll have a guy in their taste in the food. You know what? He's not wrong. I'm against him because I don't think he should be the president of the United States. <laughs> I think he should just go play golf. Anyway. I'm fine with that. I am against him. He ain't wrong about that. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Jim. Oh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, take care. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Jim. Let me get to uh, Eduardo. Is calling from Florida. Yeah, this is a story that is still developing. Eduardo, what's uh, what are your thoughts on the the crash at uh, Rainbow Bridge, the border crossing between the United States and Canada? Okay, we can rest a little bit easier. I was just reading this on Daily Mail because it's been updated. Yeah. So this is a gambler who frequently crossed between both borders. Uh, both of them are locals. The two people are locals. So it doesn't look like it's. this is uh, also announced through Governor Hochul in New York. So it could be something, hey, I'm in debt. I got to take my life away. So. I mean, gambling does, you know, lead to mental health, which is, you know, a big issue nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what, yeah, I mean, you know, the early sort of tweeting and speculating on this was that it was that there were explosives that but it seems now as though they were swerving, they were swerving to get a, around a car and drove into uh the support beams, is that right of the of the bridge? Yeah. Yeah, although um I don't know why they don't have this in um, these uh, things where they throw spikes down for these uh, high-speed people that don't want to stop. Well, especially I think they, at they the should borders? Have more of that stuff. Sure. Anywhere. Just anywhere. I don't Any know. involved. Because you never know. You know, they're taking her people. <laughs> and so more of that stuff should be around, I think. Sure. I don't know about anywhere. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, in the, in the movies, in the action movies, you see cops. You yeah. have them in their cars and they unfurl them on a high speed chase. But I don't know about I don't know if I want them anywhere. It's bad enough getting out of the Avis parking lot at LAX. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't try and don't try and back up. No. Uh, 
No, I, you know, rental, because you know what happened. Whenever I see those spikes and like I know I'm supposed to be able to go forward on them, it says just don't back up. I still I hesitate right. to go forward because they look so daunting. What do I? Yeah, I always think like, <laughs> oh, my God, if I make a bad move here, right. I'm going to be flat exactly. on all tires. Yeah? <laughs> yep, yep. Well, thanks for calling, Eduardo. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'll be okay. having Thanksgiving with uh, Mom over here in uh, Tampa Bay. So everybody uh, have a safe... Uh, my brother's not coming until December, unfortunately, but... At least I'll have it with my mom here. You'll be able to gather eventually. That's wonderful. Have yep. a great night, Eduardo. Be well. Thank you very much. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe, everyone. Thank you. You too. Uh, let's take a break here. We're going to talk. Let's see what we're talking about in the next segment. I know we've got a couple of uh, great interviews this week to talk about what's going on in our communities into the, oh, we're to the Rudy Flores of, he's a CEO of the Lincoln Square Ravenswood Chamber of Commerce. We're going to talk about Plaid Friday and Small Business Saturday and all the holiday festivities that you should know about. Uh, oh, no, Rosa called too soon. Hold on a second. Let me, Roosevelt, Roosevelt, I didn't get you on the air fast enough with Eduardo. See, but he doesn't call in for those things as much anymore with me. I think he, he, he senses the jig is up. Roosevelt? He never takes, can you hear me? Yeah. Thank first, um, sorry, sorry for being rude. Um, thank you for um, taking my call. Yeah, I'm just curious, you know, just because he never takes the controversial issues that we take up on this station, and that is the migrants. He's never asked, we never asked him, because he moved to Florida, and he boasts on, all the, on the other stations, and I mean stations, not just one station, about how proud he is of being in Florida. And so just a simple question. What do you think about what DeSantis is doing? Since he brings it, doesn't bring it up on my show anymore, I'm not going to challenge him on it. Okay. Do you have no problem. You, no you problem. Know, but you I, know. I didn't call about that. Okay. I didn't call? call about that, okay, though. what you call about? Oh. I called about the big controversy, uh, and I, I got a scoop for you. I'm going to be your, uh, you know, like uh, on uh, Stephanie Miller. I'm going to be your roving Latino reporter. Okay. Did you didn't hear about the big controversy Monday? Or Friday. I'm not sure if it was Monday or Friday. Ana Navarro on The View. Uh, talking about Telemundo? Which, which controversy? Yeah, 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 yeah. You heard it. She ripped them a new one, man. Oh, you're up on all that, yeah. huh? Yep. Did you see all that? I, I, she is, uh, I, she has definitely become very outspoken when it comes to the fascist leanings of, you know. Not only that. I'm saying, not only that. But she uh, defends Latinos. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 it's okay. No, no, no. I, I, I was just trying to wrap up because I have a guest on the phone. If you want me to take you after, after our guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take me after you and put right. me on hold yeah. or I'm going to call back. You can, either one, up to you. So I'll put you on hold now and you make the choice. So I'll go. Yeah, you can, you, you can put me on hold. All I'm right. not doing anything. All right. So, all right. Bye bye. <laughs> Stand by. It's, it's all good. You're not, you are doing something. You're listening to our show and having a conversation. When we come back, let's talk to Rudy Flores from the Ravenswood of Lincoln Square Chamber of Commerce, the CEO. Let me make sure I have all the titles right when we come back, because sometimes I have all these words. More on the Heartland Signal, WCPT 820. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. The Lincoln Square Ravenswood Chamber of Commerce has been around since 1948. I know for the last several years, I have had just really the thrill to talk to the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, Rudy Flores, joins us to talk about all the wonderful activities coming up, uh, especially this weekend. Hi, Rudy. How have you been, my friend? 
I'm good, Patty. How are you? I miss you. It's, I remember those good old days when you come in late at night and uh, you would bring people with food. I learned about Brazilian dancing. About I think it was the oh, it was the Argentinian restaurant. Anyway, these are the, these are days. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We did. <laughs> we had you, a lot of fun. Well, you are such a I, I just a force of nature when it comes to the activities and events. In uh, and I know that it's not just you, but all the businesses, all the people that work tirelessly to make uh, you know the holiday season just come to life. So tell us. I don't. I don't think I remember the plaid event. What's happening on Friday? Yeah, so uh, we're um, part of the American Independent Business Alliance, and um, they've kind of rebranded Black Friday as Plaid Friday for small businesses um, because, you know, the frenzy all about trying to get, like, the biggest TV or, you know, whatever the new gadget is of the season. But um, after Thanksgiving, like, why not get cozy and plaid and just go out and hang out with friends and family and go to a nice restaurant or, you know, a coffee shop or, you know, check out a small store, like instead of dealing with the insane, you know, big box. <laughs> so that's kind of what the whole thing's all about. And so it's, it's still just Black Friday, but we call it Black Friday because it's not as crazy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I did a Black Friday once just to say I did it. And I honest to God, do you know what I bought? This is not a joke. I, this is legit. I bought a $2 copy, a DVD copy of Caddyshack. That's what I bought on a oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what it was, you know, people out there with like their folding chairs and you have all these, you know, the lines and, and you know, uh, it was just too much. I love the idea of exactly. Black Friday. That's beautiful. And uh, I know there's such great shops up and down, uh, you know, Lincoln Avenue there in the sort of, it's almost, it's not quite a pedestrian walkway, but it's a one-way street. So there's plenty of shop, like great foot traffic through there. Is there another area that you guys highlight with the Ravenswood Lincoln Square Chamber of Commerce? Yeah, so also Damon Avenue over the years. Uh, we've seen a lot of growth in small businesses. So Damon Avenue between like Montrose and Foster right off of the Brown Line stop. So just adjacent to Lincoln Avenue and Lincoln Square. Um, and there's stores like District, which is a home goods store, has you know amazing furniture. Panapaz is an, uh, um, an uh, artist-focused store. Um, Bond Femmes in a new store called Molasses, which is a vintage shop. Um, so they're all also you know kind of clustered together. So not as many like next door to each like Lincoln Avenue, but still really great independent stores. And over on Montrose Avenue, um, there's Hazel and Hazel Apparel, which has been around for many, many years. Um, so there's just, you know, there's stuff in Ravenswood um, that's easy to park around. And then Lincoln Square, we deck the neighborhood out in, in Christmas decorations. If you haven't been recently, we keep adding every year. <laughs> I, I have to say, because I, I, I lived at, at uh, like on Wilson Avenue in Lincoln, so I, I'm more familiar just with that territory. But over the years, mm-hmm. uh, my son Griffin has had friends that live over in Ravenswood. And you're right. I mean, like the restaurants, there's some incredible restaurants and shops. I just love uh, how much it has, has really come to life over there as well. And uh, for, so, for, so for Plaid Friday, it's just your Black Friday. What are the hours? Is there sort of a, a window? Uh, is anyone having expanded hours on Friday? There's definitely expanded hours. I would say like ten to ten to six is like the the core hours that most of the businesses are open. But definitely some of them are going to stay open until like eight o'clock. I know on Small Business Saturday, I was talking with the business owner today at um, Enjoy an Urban General Store. They're going to be open until nine o'clock. So um, because we do that that tree lighting, our official tree lighting on Saturday, so they're going to take advantage of the crowd, stay open a little bit later. Um, and I and the bookseller I think might be staying open later. And then Mers Apothecary, I was told is now going to be open on Sundays for the holidays and that's something new for them. So, you know, trying to capitalize on business as um, inflation and, um, you know, 
labor costs and things like that are definitely impacting um, all types of businesses. And so I think that people are are just trying to be more flexible for their customers. That's great. I, I love Merch Apothecary. I, uh, folks, if you've never been, that's just really a gem, just of Chicago in general. It has that old feel to it, but yet that per- and, that, and that personalized touch, and you know, a lot of great uh, creams and makeup. Uh, you know, re- if you meditate, you get, find your elements there. Um, and tell us a little bit about because I know Small Business Saturday is has really been something that uh, evolved since 2010, and this has to have been something that really blends so well with what you do. So tell us about Small Business Saturday, what folks can expect. So for me, it's exciting because I started at the Chamber in 2011. And so it was kind of right when Small Business Saturday was being kicked off with American Express. And we kind of dabbled with it a little bit in the beginning. And it's become like one of our busiest weekends um, for our community. And so we've kind of like curated not just about, you know, shopping at the businesses or dining at the restaurants, but also like just creating a fun vibe for people to come out to. So um, we start off the day with pictures with Santa at the Perfect Cup. That's a Damon and Leland from 10 to noon. And then you can head over to Urban Pooch on Ravenswood Avenue. I think it's at Sunnyside. Um, and then do pictures with Santa there. And that's, I think, from 1 to 3. It's on our website at lincolnsquare.org. But then we also have Victorian Carolers from 11 a.m. until 4.30 um, in Giddings Plaza in the heart of Lincoln Square. We do our annual tree lighting, which will light up by 5.30, where Santa's going to come out and help with that. Um, and then decorations. I mean, we have over a 1,000 of these, like, orbs up in our trees that line um, Lincoln Avenue from Lawrence down to Wells Park. And it's kind of like magical that like we really wanted to create an environment that was kind of like a Mayberry type, you know, town in the big city type thing. Um, and so we just keep trying to add to our, our arsenal of decorations, I say, <laughs> um, as we can afford to add to, to uh, more decorations. And now uh, we have some ideas for the future. But um, right now it's at the core of Lincoln Square. It's just lit up. Um, with like thousands of lights, it's really pretty. I and I know that uh, yeah, that's that's part of what uh, lends to the magic. Obviously, is the dazzling lights, and you know, you, you got your hot chocolate and Christmas carolers, uh, and there's a lot going on through the month of, of December. So, where's the best place for folks to uh, take a look at, at uh, events and shops and things like that? Is it LincolnSquare.org the best spot? Uh-oh. Here's our holiday page right there, and you can um, see all the different events like Cyber Monday. Don't forget that. Small businesses have websites, so we're also offering deals and stuff. So, um, yeah, everything's there for you throughout the holidays, all the promotions and events that are going on in our business community. And, of course, uh, Giving Tuesday is coming up, so there's an opportunity to give back to uh, the uh, organizations in the area as well. So you got a lot of great things coming up. Yeah, all your, your shop late. Uh, yeah, it's happening on the first and second Thursdays in December. So the stores all coordinate their hours to be open or, or later. Um, at Giving Tuesday, one thing I want to point out is that it's not just about just maybe giving to a nonprofit, but it's also the businesses coordinate with a nonprofit. So part of your sales go to a nonprofit. Um, so that's what's really cool. It's like I love when small businesses work with local nonprofits. It's like really building community. Um, one of our food pantries, like, like Common Pantry and the Friendship Center, two in our area. Like they really connect with the businesses and then like usually it's like, you know, 15, 20 percent of the sales of that day will end up going to those food pantries. Oh, that's outstanding. Did, I, did we miss anything? Is there anything you want to make sure you touch on so folks know about all the great events going on in the Ravenswood Lincoln Square area? 
You can also, like, when we get closer, like Christmas and New Year's, you can order, you know, uh, meals and stuff like that from restaurants and stuff. So I always, you know, like to put out there, like, think about those restaurants because they also offer a lot of great things, gift cards for, like, wintertime. Um, those are really great gifts um, to give people that when we're stuck, you know, inside in the cold winter in Chicago, like, giving somebody a gift card for a great meal is always a great option. Excellent. And make sure you're following Lincoln Square, uh, Lincoln Square Ravenswood Chamber of Commerce on on Instagram, on Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Yep. So you yep. get some great photos up there. And uh, you, you, as as Rudy Flores mentioned, the CEO of the, the Lincoln Square Ravenswood Chamber of Commerce, there's some great restaurants. So you can check in there and see some pictures of ah, some pizza. Uh, see, now I can't do this because I'm going to start getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have new restaurants opening up. There's one farm bar in Ravenswood, I think, is opening up this weekend. So oh, there's okay. always something new to come and discover. Yeah, they're opening a second location. They were, uh, have one down in Lakeview, and I think they're doing their soft opening this is, weekend. Is Fork still there or are they did they did they go away? Fork yeah, Fork unfortunately. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That was a great one. Well and I think it was the same owner was Fiddlesticks and then I can't remember what it was before that, but uh, it's always been a oh, great I remember Fiddlesticks. Yeah. 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 Going way back. <laughs> yeah I know before there was another one before that. And there was an Irish restaurant there in the corner. Uh we we could spend hours I, I I wish I had more photos of when I lived there in the nineties. Uh it's just one of those things where it's changed so much and it's really lovely and and I love the work that you guys all do with the Lincoln Square Ravenswood Chamber of Commerce. And I look forward to touching base with you as we head into the new year and talk about more festivities. Sound good? Yes, let's do it. Yes. Excellent. Be well, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks to you, too. To you as well. Thank you. Take care. Let's uh, take a break here, and we'll take calls. 773-763-9278. That's the number to call or text. And, hey, Gunny, thanks for checking in with us. Our uh, favorite Gunny. Gun, is he, is Gunny, what's your title again? He's a, a Marine, and I know he's been recovering from surgery, so it's always good to hear from you, our friend. Let's take a break here and take our take your calls when we come back. And don't forget, Warren Price from European U.S. Collision Center is coming up at 6 o'clock, so we'll talk cars and catch up with him a little bit and uh, see what he has planned for the holidays. More in a moment on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal. Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now at 773-763-9278. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT 820. Ah, look who's in studio with us. Warren Price, uh, the proprietor, the mastermind, the CEO, founder of of European U.S. Collision Center. Is that the appropriate title now? Sure. I can't it believe works. that that hat fits over your Jester jingle hat. Well, you know, it's, it's it. I, I wasn't here for Halloween. Uh huh. I am a turkey, and <laughs> and turkey. I have my Ebenezer Scrooge oh, hat. Oh, that's a that's for a, Christmas. That's a very dapper Christmas hat. So you, have. you know, mis- see a mistletoe on there, so you can always ask for a kiss, can't where? you? It's on the hat. Look, look oh, at the hat. Oh. You're so silly. Oh. There's mistletoe. <laughs> there you go. Well, let me grab let me grab these phone calls that are oh, on let's hold. Go. Uh, Warren Price joins us in the studio. We're going to talk cars after six. Uh, let's go to Roosevelt because Roosevelt's been on hold. He was in the middle of a thought, and I wanted to make sure we paid uh, we were respectful of my guests. Absolutely. So I'm trying to I'm trying to dispense as much respect as I can today. Hey, how's it going, Roosevelt? What was your thought? What were your What was the uh, the rest of your um, conversation that you wanted to have? Okay, the, the, back to Univision or Univision. Oh, yeah, Univision, right. uh, Yeah, the, the interview that they made. Now, they got this flunky guy, Acevedo is his last name, okay? He volunteered for the job, or they gave him the job to interview Trump. Now, on the Raw story, Ana Navarro compared it to, she said, what the, and I'm quoting her, 
what the hell is going on over there? Now, I don't know if you know it, but Ana Navarro lives in Miami, where Univision is based. That's where their base is. So she compared them to, uh, like, an interview with uh, 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 Barney, the dinosaur. You know? like, <laughs> right. Oh, you got to read it. It's funny. But, you know, she's, she's got a good sense of humor. Ana Navarro, I'm talking about. But yes. uh, ever since he ran, she was one of the first. Now, notice she's a Republican. Right. So, so she, she she does this to defend Latinos. She defends them, and she, she's a... Um, She's an immigrant, too. She came here at the age of eight from Nicaragua. Uh, so um, I don't know if you know it. Oh, oh, I did not do that. Roosevelt hung up on himself. Just for the record, for the record, Roosevelt just he just he he just canceled sorry, himself. Yeah, sorry, Roosevelt. Try us again. But, but I I agree that uh, that uh, Univision they gave they gave Trump a very softball interview. They also canceled any uh, ad, ad time that the Biden that Biden bought for his reelection they cut campaign. Him out. Yeah, they, they apparently they took control. Apparently, Jared, Jared Kushner Kushner Kushner. Um, Kushner met with the the heads of Univision, and after that, they were like. They're all in for Trump, but it's 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 unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, unfortunately, there's a deck of cards, and they're going to deal the cards, yep. and they're going to be played. And it's their toy. I mean, like we, you know, the 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 fair t- equal time. People always ask me about like, well, you have that candidate on. Are you also going to give equal time to another candidate? No. Nope. Well, it's it hasn't. Reagan essentially dissolved it, and the FCC hasn't really doesn't really go after anybody. It's I, I don't know what. I'm guessing we're supposed to once people are on the ballot. Right now, they can do whatever they want because no one is officially on the ballot, not until the primaries. So there is no. There, believe it or not, there's people on a the ballot. They're just not saying it. <laughs> no, I mean like the ballot because yeah. you have to get, you have to get your signatures. You got to get. So your, once you're si- yeah. yeah. So there's no. It's not official. It's not official. Anyway, Gunny, Gunny, our, our favorite Marine. Well, uh, we had our other favorite Marine on yesterday. I have a few favorite Marines. Gilbert Villegas, uh, Representative Stephanie Kivuit. Oh. We got Gunny on. Uh, Sergeant Tra- Trayvon Paraka. I like, I like lots of Marines. L- lots of Marines. I like Marines standing in front of me. <laughs> How you doing, Gunny? I'm doing very well. I'm robotic now. Well, I <laughs> yeah. robotic. He's had several surgeries. Yeah, okay. pins everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, the text basically got auto-corrected. Uh, Writers Network, uh, News Network, uh-huh. did a sitcom, not a sitcom, but um, a news uh, thing on immigration and homeless in California. And they actually showed uh, 10 cities all set up uh, where it's clean. These are n- new tents. Uh, these are safe zones for the immigration people. Uh, now, I don't know where exactly they are, uh, <clears throat> but they're also, you know, they got showers, they got where you can wash, um, you know, they clean out the tent each and every day. So I don't know if they have to register each and every day to go back and forth, but um, they have where some people have their own tents. They're also in there too. If you don't have a tent, they're in there. 
And this is so for the immigration. When you say it is for the immigration. So when you say tent city, because, you know, the uh, the contract the city of Chicago has uh, signed with Garda, I think it's like eighty seven million dollars to, to basically like military grade tents. It's supposed to be like, right. but for Chicago, where it's not as warm in your experience. Have you have you had an experience with these sort of uh, these tent cities in the military that are in cold weather areas? Yes, I, I've been in them. Yeah. Um, there, it's a hard, it depends upon what kind of tent they're putting up. In the Marine Corps, we use massive tents, okay, where everybody is in, inside one big tent. Right. Okay, because body heat will also, you know, cre- create heat. But the tents they are putting up are uh, a good grade, okay, and they can push in uh, warm air. Okay, so it's not as cold. Okay, it it is for the environment. I've been to Norway, um, and these these are the tents that we use. But as a rule of thumb, when you're in combat, you're not in a tent. You have one big, massive tent where you can do what we call a warming station, but then you have to get back out to the howitzer. So it's kind of a different environment, but I also have experience where, you know, uh, devastation, uh, well, they'll come in and actually, uh, you got your CVs that usually are involved in this. And then your, uh, uh, engineers in the Marine Corps and they, they build these really fast. Right. They're off the ground about six inches. Um, okay. So they're not getting so, cold from underneath. So if the ground is cold, it, there's a barrier. Right. Right. And they, it's usually a hardwood floor. You know, so can you, they're not getting, you know. Can you, see the ima- can you see the image I just sent you on the tech screen? This is the uh, Garda version of tents. I just sent uh, Gunny a, a picture of what they uh, they proposed. Can you see that? Hold on, let me see. Um, one second. Yeah. I'm going right can now. Can you see that? It's kind of hard to see. From it's kind of hard to see. Yeah. Sorry about that. Let me see. Yeah, that's, walk over. you know, that's basically what they're doing oh, in California right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know what those are. So this was have like showers yeah. and, and facilities for them to to do laundry and things like that, and, and a mess hall. I, exactly. I guess, yeah. Yes, and that's exactly what it. You know what basically the military does. So the problem here, you know, it's, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Uh, this is basically what they do. The problem, you know, and I always say this is immigration. This is federal. Right. Uh, immigration falls on the federal. Yeah. So, you know, we have a lot of military bases. And no matter where you're going to have these tent cities, okay, you're going to have to put them in a fenced area because you're going to have to control the ins and outs. Well, so so the problem, problem, though, that we're having is so they found a location in Brighton Park that had sort of a fenced area. Mm -hmm. As soon as people found out that it might be coming, they protested, they blocked the trucks. That's dead. Right. So anytime people get a a whiff of it, they protest. And, you know, there's a well in City Hall, like had a complete crap show a couple weeks ago uh, arguing about this and pitting people against each other, communities of color and Democrats against each other as well. So I don't I don't know, because we are now, you know, the, I, 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 I try. I mean, like, I want to be hopeful, but we're not in a hopeful situation. We are in a do this or people die situation. This You're is not a hope winter. Because this is going to be cold. These people are not used. Yeah, yeah. These people are not used to the severe uh, weather that we have. Exactly. And, How about the uh, change in weather? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, the change. It, it, you know, 
just a change. I know that with, with all the metal in my body. Right, right. I can tell you when it rains and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, I hear you. yeah, that's you know. I, I always felt that okay, we can do something a little bit better. We can set up these ten cities. I mean, we have a lot of military bases. Yeah, you know, even at Fort Knox, not at, well at Fort Knox at uh, uh, Great Lakes. Uh, there, there are certain areas where they can establish these things, right. and it, just, it blows my mind that they're not using the federal land. Yeah, I, I, I hey, if there, I had an answer for this, uh, people have been asking me questions. I'm, oh. I'm trying to make memos on this for my work, but I, I, it's very hard to extrapolate who's in charge of what and why things are going the way they are. I, I tried to get frustrated. Yeah. I, I got to go to the break. There's a lot of If you want to oh, hang yeah. on, Gunny, we can, yep. we can, we can keep talking after the break. But I got to go to the break, my friend. Do you want to hang on? Happy Thanksgiving. All right, happy no, Thanksgiving. No, you, All right, it's good every, to hear from you. Else. Thanks Good to hear from you. Love you, Gunny. Us. My best to your family. Thank you for sending a photo of your, your wonderful daughter who works as a nurse at Northwestern. Oh. Appreciate it. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. We are driving it home, and hello to our friends in Minneapolis-St. Paul, listening on KTNF 950 AM. Joining us in the studio is sponsor of the show and good friend, my one of my good friends, Warren Price, European Hi, Collision Center over at 4080 North Broadway, over mm-hmm. by there. Go, yeah. Is it still EuropeanUS.com? EuropeanUS.com hasn't Euro- changed, yeah. EuropeanUS.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the break, I was showing him some uh, a video, since we talked to Gunny, I... Uh, so. Let me do it this way. When I was a kid, I wanted to join the military. And You're I was still a kid. I know, thank you. But uh that thirty seven I believe is a cutoff for the I think the Coast Guard is the oldest you can yeah. <laughs> the Coast because like, nine eleven, after nine eleven I wanted to join the military. Uh-huh. Um and the Coast Guard was the only one I would be eligible for at my age at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I applied for the police department instead and they called me up for the academy when I was two weeks from delivering Griffin. Uh, they gave me a one year deferral. Okay. Uh and I just and I clearly never followed up on that. So at my previous job, they asked us to do an educate. So there's an educators workshop a week. Uh, they bring teachers and counselors and people in the media to uh, to San Diego Recruit Depot. So that's where they all the yellow they call the yellow footprints. And so it was my chance to live out what I had wanted to do when I was a kid, which was being a part of the military. The reason I didn't, I was all set. I had taken my ASVAB. I got to the point where I was like, I wanted to go to college, so I was going to join the reserves and then go from there. Mm-hmm. My mom took me to lunch and started crying and begged me not to join. So that was that. I, uh, yeah. it, mom I, had an effect on you. She did. And when I was in San Diego, one of the, uh, one of the, there, was one, um, there was one sergeant who was retiring, and he said that uh, he said if he really wanted to do this, it wouldn't have mattered what your mom thought. You it's know? the truth. It is the truth. But at the same time, like, I couldn't do that to my parents either. Like I was, you know, I just, I wasn't that kind of kid. The, I never wanted to be far away from them. You, you, if you wanted to go... You yeah. were gone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That that's the bottom line. He's he was right. Yeah, he was right, and yeah. it felt good. But so so I was showing Warren this uh, video where we do the obstacle course with the bayonets, and you know we're like stabbing dummies and stuff and crawling in the you sand. Have seen her. <laughs> but but here, <laughs> so I, I I told this story when I was at the other station. So we, they give us they have like big bins of you know all the it's all only guys at at uh, in San Diego. The women are trained in uh, at Paris Island. 
So, uh, so I'm putting on the gear, and uh, they, it's like they don't wash that stuff. Just so you know, it's like it's, yeah, it's fine. <sighs> Fragrance. Well, I made it worse. Okay. <laughs> How? Well, How? I've had two kids. Oh, okay. So we're we're lying on our bellies, and you do this thing, you know, f- rush, whatever, f- you know, and and we go. I go to push up, and I had and when I start to, I try to dig into the sand to run. I uh, yeah, I. I an accident? I emptied my bladder, is what I'm saying. Oh, peed your pants. Okay. <laughs> and I still did that course. And, wait a second. When you were dressed showing me, you, video, you were soaked. I was soaked. And I told That's them, why it was so heavy. <laughs> she was telling me how heavy the, 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 gear, the gear was. was. Yeah. And it wasn't heavy from Just the weight. That, it was weight. heavy from the liquid. Yeah. I, and so when I got there, I was like, I was like, can you please put these like in a separate place so that... Uh, the you next know, person? So they, yeah, so they could clean it. They're like, no, they just threw it in there and to tell them that a, a mom of two was able to do the course. <laughs> she was actually, you, you can see her running in the sand and then going oh in the, with her the gun, rope bridge and crawling the, in the sand yeah. and going underneath and stepping through the maze. <laughs> I yeah. Was, I, you know, it's funny too, is that I was probably better in better shape then, definitely than I am now because of the pandemic and everything. Uh, I was, in, I was doing CrossFit. Know. Okay. Like I was doing CrossFit four or five At days a week. the dog house? Yes. Dog the, pound? Dog what? house. The dog house. Okay. Over here on the Northwest side on, yeah. uh, on Elston Avenue. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that was, uh, that was so. That, that's just the background. Maybe you didn't need to know that I wet my pants. I think it's a great story. <laughs> it's amazing. I had so much fun there. Uh, really, a great experience. So the experiences are something that you'll never forget. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, welcome back, Warren. Great Thank to you. have you. It's great. To How be have here. you been? I've been really well. Are your daughters yeah. back in town for the Both holiday? Of the girls are here. Yeah. From ones in Colorado and ones in California for school. Patty, I know. Denver and Pitzer. Yeah, Claremont, California, Pitzer, and Denver, Denver. How's uh? So, who do you think likes their campus more? Do is there, do they both love their campuses? They both yeah. are really having a great time at their and schools. they're twins, folks. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting that one's in, in Denver, in the middle of the country. All you know, I mean, no, they, she's not. She's in the city. She, oh, she's Denver. in the city, yeah. so she's yeah. not like out in the. Well, let's see here. Uh, the city is close. Yeah. She's not in the city, but she's in the city. Sure. It's not a suburb. She's not in Lincolnwood. Right, right. Or, 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 or you know, Hanover Park. Sure. She's in town. In an urban area. Yeah. yeah. She's in, you know, she's on University Street in Denver. And Pitzer is just, it's four, I think four Claremont campuses. Cal- uh, five. Five campuses all together. Uh, Harvey Mudd, mm-hmm. Pitzer, Claremont McKenna. Uh, Do you remember Dave uh, Lundy? His, you remember Dave Lundy? Yeah. Uh, so his son is going to school out there at one of those at one of those campuses. I can't okay. remember which one. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Claren- 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 Claremont McKenna, Claremont, Claremont, one of those. Pitzer. I've got to remember the other one. We we visited. We visited the campus. Griffin was not. It just wasn't for him. I think it's not for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. It's a drive. No. It's about a forty minute drive from Los Angeles. It's a little longer. Oh really? A little okay. longer. Yeah. There's a. You could have flown to John Wayne Airport. Okay. In Ontario. Okay. Which is only 15 minutes, but it's hard to get flights there. You have to go through this town, that town. Like, right. You got to go to it's Phoenix weaving. first. Yeah. Bobbing and weaving. Yeah. No, I like direct flights. Then. Me too. As a matter of fact, they did have a direct flight there, and then all of a sudden they didn't. Yeah, yikes. Yikes. Yeah, so. Flying to Denver is weird, too, especially with the altitude. Once you get there, you have to be really aware of... The airport's way oh, it's out there. Way out of town. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. It's fine. It it's, works. Uh, so they're in town? Yeah, they're in town. You got them for the week? They're, with, they're staying at Kim's. I'll be with them uh, for Thanksgiving, absolutely, nice. tomorrow. Uh, I'll be cutting the turkey and, uh, my, at my sister's, Davida's, and uh, we'll be having a 
grand old time with the whole family. And nice. It's going to be great. You do know? you guys do anything like a, do you, like some families do like board games or, you know, like some. No. No. Don't no, do there's, there's not enough time. There's too much. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Too much talking? Too much talking. No, it's, it's, I was talking. Eating, talking, started, drinking, partying. Nice. Yeah. I started the show talking about how my family had, uh, my, we used to be a little dramatic in my house between me and my dad. We always butted heads for whatever reason on Thanksgiving. I was listening on the way here about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, About yeah. how you uh, were 13 and uh, he left to hang yeah. out with his friends. And then the next year, my mother, I don't know if she's listening, but my mother took me to her friend's house. Like, out, like she decided that because it, it was always so much chaos with my dad that we were just going to leave him. So she took, I know, she just left. She just, she so what did she have him for? Right? She just, like, she, she's like, we're, we're going to Missouri. And we had uh, Thanksgiving uh, in Missouri. At a special bus stop? Or it was like a, her friend owned like a little farm kind okay. of a thing. It was, it was, it was nice. It was weird. It was you had a, a good time. It was fine. It worked out. It worked out. Did you drove worked, there? Uh, yes, we Mom did. Mom drove or you Mom drove? drove her 86 Honda Civic. She liked her Hondas, didn't she? Okay, yeah, yeah she did. She, she had a Honda Civic. Uh, Wait, Jane, you had... That's the not the 90, car you... No, the 92. She, you six had years the later, accident in the, in, the, in the other one. I had an accident in the 86. You, I had in a the massive, car that she had. That, you totaled that one. I Yeah, that one I spun out on Lakeshore Drive. It was icy and snowy and windy. That's and all? The th- yeah, and the thing that bothered me, so it was, it was before the curve. Before the Oak Street curve, uh, I was going southbound, and uh, I felt the wind just start to move my car. And I tried to, I tried to correct, and I didn't make it. I hit the cement barrier, spun around. I didn't hit anybody. No, so you, all, hit, you just hit the cement barrier several times. Yes, yeah, so, yes, I did. It just turned. <laughs> the car, and circled. Looked, the hood was going to the right, and the trunk was going like to the left. Like it, it really it. Bent the, the boom, axle. Boom. Yeah, you probably hit twice. Well, no, it wasn't just that. It was that then I got then I got hit head on by the cars that didn't stop oh. in time for me oh, either. Okay. They were not leaving enough distance. So you didn't hit anybody. I did not Somebody hit anybody. Hit you. I was not responsible because uh, okay. I I had come to a complete stop by the time they all stopped, started hitting me. And I could, I just remember thinking, oh, I'm now in the traffic report. Uh, the helicopter. I could hear the helicopter like above Lake Shore Drive because now I backed up all lanes you of traffic. Backed up, yeah. Because because I I was uh, against a cement barrier and then cars hit me and then hit and then bounce off. There was about an eight car pileup because I spun out. The, Sorry, everybody. If you're if you're thinking, wait a minute, I was in that crash. Patty, yeah. I I think I was. Stuck at Foster. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Southbound. And I, it, and I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Look, it's my fault for not listening to Skilling. I'm sure that I was told to stay away from Tom's not working anymore, is he? Tom's, I think his retirement comes uh, at the end of this year, maybe next year. I think he's working for a while. I, yeah, I'm going to miss him. He's, he's good. He's, yeah, he's been around a long time. Just the sweetest guy. You I know, remember PJ Hoff. I don't know PJ Hoff. That was on CBS. He I was, don't remember. He was great. Eddie Volkman, we like. We Harry love Eddie. was great. Yeah. Was Harry, Harry, Eddie's Did he have the, the flower? Son. Yes, yes. He always, he always had a flower. Um, Tom Skilling, when I got fired, uh, about a week or so later, it was a pride parade, and he was coming in. It was a big event at one of the bars and restaurants, and he walked in, and he said, FWGF. Because <laughs> that was, somebody had said that word, and yeah. that was not me. But yeah, it, was, it just cracked me up. And he came over and told me the story about other people swearing on the air. And he was like, I don't know why anybody, you know. It's it only a word. Just, it was just so funny. But he's just the sweetest man. He's, he's a good, he's good a really weather sweet. man. But I always tease Roger Badish, who may be listening with his wife, Bridget. You know, you know Roger was trapped on Lakeshore Drive. During, because of your accident. Not that day. Okay. No. See, I was not trapped. I was uh, a tow truck eventually came. No, remember the 900 cars? Yes. That were stuck on Lakeshore. Did you get any of those cars during in your shop? During the storm? Yeah. 
great story. Uh, they stopped. Lakeshore Drive was closed. Yes. Um, and I was able to make it home. And actually, the funnier part is, is that I was involved in an accident going through, uh, driving through the lane of the bagel place by Wrigley Field, uh, whatever it was. My buddy George Lucas owned it, and I was going there to get a bagel, and some guy backed up and hit me right in the door. Ugh. So I got out of the car, and I said to the guy, I said, you know, uh, we got to go make a police report. And he said, uh, I'm not making a police report. I said, yeah, you're going to make a police report, because if the police come here, it's really going to be ugly. But if we don't go, it's really going to be ugly in the police station. He says, why? He says, because I know every cop in the room. He said, okay, I'll go. So we went. We made the police report. So I got to rent a car. I got a brand new Jeep with the big wheels, four door, and it was the day before the storm. No. Brand new kick butt car. Awesome. So the storm comes. I make it home. The next day, we're, of course, buried in the snow. Sure. Lillian, Claire, and I dig our way out to the street. From, we were only a second house from the, from the alley, from the street. Sure. Dig our way out, and we drove back to the shop. Right through our, we couldn't be stopped. There was no one on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was we nuts. Had, we had a great time. I, I actually had fun that year. There was a couple of snowstorms that I had fun with my neighbors. We, you know, we were all out shoveling. And, and they, at one point, I'm sure I have a picture of this somewhere, this massive snowplow just came to, like, we were all, like, cheering. I, but, of course, it also buried our cars. I got up. lots of stories from that. That, 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 snowstorm. that snowstorm, yeah. Did you have any clients, any customers that were trapped? I had up? a customer who was involved in an accident a few days before who bought a brand new car and it had over $50,000 worth of damage. The insurance company wanted to fix it. I told the owner of the car I would prefer if we didn't fix it because, number one, I didn't want to be responsible for repairing this. Mechanical issues down the road. Any any issues, electrical yeah. body, anything. I didn't want to fix it at all. And uh, I said to him, uh, can I do my best to try and total? He said, do whatever you have to. I, don't, I, I take your suggestion. So I totaled the car out. The storm comes. No. Who's the guy who owned the car? He was the CFO of Morton Salt. Really? Yeah, I called him up. I needed salt. He had it delivered the <laughs> next day. Oh, my God. Yeah. He had a truck. Come there, drop off 100 bags. Boom. That's crazy. I was all cured. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So Roger was, uh, I tease Roger Badish because that day, Tom Skilling's, Roger thought he could make it, was all. And no one can anticipate the the accordion bus toppling over. That was what, what got one side of Lakeshore Drive completely it backed up. It slid and flipped. Yeah, it flipped. Um, but, you know, Skilling said, I mean, he was very specific. He essentially said, at 234, do not be anywhere near Lakeshore Drive because of the winds, the snow. That's what it's going to roll in. Yeah, the street was closed by 430. That was rough, man. Very quick. Yeah. Well, do you keep anything in your car in the event that you are stranded? Water. That's it, just Water. No. What am I going to do? I you know, know, like food. You know, jerky in your car. You got uh, any well, granola I had, bars? I, I had a tootsie roll blankets. pop on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have like no blankets, no. emergency flares. No. You, don't, you don't have it. No, no, nothing. You, because I'm only fifteen to twenty minutes away, and you I go back. You don't and go on the road anywhere. Well, I, okay. I, I went this weekend with Sarah uh -huh. down to Southern Illinois to pick up my half a cow. Oh, dear. So I rented a car, and I brought with blankets and flashlights, you know, and extra gear just in case it rained. And uh, we had food and snacks. We had plenty of stuff just in case. But we got there in five hours and 15 minutes, no problems. We just That's not bad. blasted down there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, it was I, great. I used to have a go bag. Well, because I was on the road. I decided about, I want to say five or six years ago, I had a gig in De Pere, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And the next day I had to be in, uh, like, in Indiana, just like just south of the lake. Uh-huh. And there were snowstorms coming and going to both gigs. And I saw semis jackknifed. I saw minivans rolled over in ditches. And I was like, I am not making enough money to put my life on the line. To, because it's not just your ability to control your car. It's everyone else. It's everybody else. else. No. I mean, hence... We are just... If you've been listening to the radio and the, the traffic reports, there's a lot of huge backups because of accidents. Yeah. Guess what, folks? It's early in the season. Yeah, really. Okay. Now, speaking of that. Yes, please. Accidents, folks. I think Patty made a good point today about being prepared. Yeah. What do you need to be prepared with, everyone? Let's let's take a break and find out. Let's All right, tease let's everybody. Do that. What should Whoa. you have in your Ooh, I call should, in everybody. Call in. What, what do you have? You do? What should you do? What should you have in your car? 773-763-9278. What should you do if you're in an accident? What should you have in your car in the event of an accident? All what these should things. you have in your car period just for safety? For sa- all these things. Emergency. We're here with Warren Price, European US Collision Center at 4080 North Broadway. Go to europeanus.com and find out how they can help you with your automobile. All right. More in a moment on WCPT820 Heartland Signal and KTNF. 9.50 a.m. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Hi, folks. I'm Kirk Bankstead from the Monaco Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit and lime-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of each can sold goes to reproductive rights groups in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer and support reproductive freedom at the same time. Now available at Provisions Uptown Chicago and R&J Wine and Spirits in Glenview, as well as Eastside Cafe, Coffee and Wine Bar in East Dundee, where Kate is serving up smiles. And drink responsibly. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. We are hanging out in studio with Warren Price, the uh, CEO, founder of European Collision Center over at 4080 North Broadway in Chicago. You can go to europeanus.com. I always tell people I got a guy whenever they, t- I, especially if I know they're in I your, remember that in your neck of the woods. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. That's, that was my segment. Was we got, we got a guy. We, we got a guy. We got a guy. That's how it started. You're my guy. You've been my guy for uh, for over eight years, maybe. Maybe fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, somewhere around fifteen, 15 or sixteen. Or 16 yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some some Jeep Cherokee that came into your show. <laughs> a white one. I know. Okay. Oh my god! So, I wonder if someone's listening. I, well, no, uh, I I. I I think that okay. So let's we'll talk about the the white Cherokee later, just because I want to put a, a pin in it because I do want to talk about like chasing a car that you love and when it's or should we talk about it now? Giving up the do ghost. Whatever you want. I mean, when you know when is it time to say I've we've put enough time and money into this car? Uh, I oh mean, my god! Okay, so that, and that was a good example. It was rough, the whole undercarriage. There's, here's a situation. Yes. Okay, John Doe. Yes. Picks up the phone, calls the shop. Hi, uh, I have a. Uh, Blah, 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 car. I was involved in an automobile accident. You know, I want to get it fixed. I've got money and, you know, that I've been putting into it. And, you know, I, I want to fix the car. I said, well, what year is the car? I said, well, it's a, 96. A, a it? 90, it's a 96 Jeep. And this was, let's say, 2015. So it's a 96. It's nine years old. Uh, how many miles are on it? 190,000. I said, okay. Is it running good? He says, yeah, I just put $3,500 into it. I said, true story. That's true. Okay. Right. I put, I'm sorry if I'm pointing everybody, but I'm pointing are, because yeah. it's too bad. So he put 3500 bucks into the car, and I go, look, what'd you pay for the car? 3500 I said, okay. So I, I, I said, well, I want to look at the car. He says, it's not drivable. I said, uh, okay, well, where is it? He said it was over on 
Ashland, just north of Peterson. Okay. I said, oh, my God, I have to go to uh, uh, Kim's house uh, where my kids are living, and uh-huh. I have to stop by there. I can come over and take a quick look at it. So, boom, I go blast over, and I look at this. It's, there's snow on the ground, and I go look at the car, and I said to him, this car's not worth fixing. He says, but I've got $7,000 in it. I said, the car's worth three. Fixed. The car's worth three. Fixed. Whoa. I said, you want to put money into the car? I said, do whatever you want. Anyway, he made a a comment to bring the car over. Mm -hmm. So I had the car. He also mentioned where he worked. He told me where he worked. And this is how I got to meet Patty. In any case, we're not going to go much further into that part of the story. (laughs) But we're going to say that a car came over. He was chasing a car. He brought the car over. I looked at the car. We laid it on the floor. We cut it apart. Looked at it, laid it on the floor, and I said, you got another $3,000 worth of repairs on the car. What do you want to do? So we kind of made a deal, and and I fixed the car, and subsequently, uh, he wrecked it about three or four months later. Yeah. And... Took it somewhere else, by the way. Do you know he tried... He was going to have somebody else rebuild the entire thing. He played... uh, He was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. I, you can leave it at that. I don't have to leave it at that. He was you trying to do whatever you want. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, he was trying to trade uh, my show for repairs and and did it repeatedly. But I just didn't understand why that car. Like, you could go and be in debt People in a different car because they're chasing their money in something that's not worth it. They don't get it. I was crazy. The, it was the it was money's obsessed. not growing. It's it's going it's shrinking. It's like it's like a gambler who loses money and thinks they can win it back. Okay, that's exactly what right? it is. Yeah. You're not gonna get it back. You're not gonna get it back. But when a car is only worth three and you're putting three seven. into it yeah. after you put seven into it with yeah. the purchase you know, oh that, that's, total, head, that's my, a loser. My head's hurting. Anyways. You, and you, I have more stories about other people that have done the same thing. I've advised other people to put no money into a car that's worth $7,000, and they would put 7000 into it, and they're stuck. And, and the thing is, that's why, that's why I send people to you, is that you will, no brutal. BS. You, Who did you send me last week? Elliot. Elliot. I, he, he, I said, Elliot, Bye. Get rid of the car. Yeah, I don't want to. I said I don't even want to be he involved. Did to in me. It. You mean you could you could take people's money and fix? I'm not what going. I told him I won't fix your car if you want me to fix it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to have anything to do with it. I, I don't blame you. Let me let me take a break. We have a, we have a call for you. Uh, so oh. let me take a break and okay. uh, I'm going to put the caller on hold for a minute. And my apologies because I, I want to make sure I, I give everybody their time instead of rushing somebody. Okay. We're in studio with Warren Price, European U.S. Collision Center at 4080 North Broadway. You can go to europeanus.com. Remind me of the phone number because I had it. An- 773-248-1200. That's 773-248-1200. 1200. All right, let's take a break here, continue our conversation. And if you know what you're supposed to have in your card in the event that you are stranded or have an accident, 773-763-9278. And let us know what you keep in your car to be safe. You got it. After this on WCPT 820, Heartland Signal and KTNF 950 AM in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. We are in studio with Warren Price, European U.S. Collision Center, on uh, Thanksgiving Eve, kind of taking it, taking a, step, a little bit of a break from uh, the news of the day. There's a lot going on, and uh, I just, uh, it's the holidays. I'm not taking the day off, but... Uh, it's the day to be very thankful. I am very thankful and uh, and grateful. And apparently, someone wants to say hello to you. We've got our friend in Old Town. Hey, you want to say hi to Warren, our friend in Old Town? Yeah, Hi. 
Hi, this is Debbie Dan. Debbie no Dan. Way. No way, Debbie Dan. <laughs> How are you, Deb? God, it's been forever in <laughs> a day. I know, I'm a blast from the past. I know. I hear you on the radio. <laughs> we have put a picture in here. We should put a picture in here. We should I just I heard you and I just had to call and say hi. You are the best. I I, I remember. I know you always did what, right on for your people, and you knew what you were talking about. And I'm sure you've even gotten better than that. Oh, honey, it's God. It's great to hear from you. This is the voice it's, out of it. Deb is a regular caller. Uh, yeah, Debbie? she's a yeah. she's a friend. Of I'm a show. regular listener. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. That's awesome. Well. God, we have history, Debbie and I. We go. I know. She was a customer. Was that at Lee Callen? Did we start, or did we just start? Was it Lee Callen, and then you came with me over to uh, Halstead Street before I moved to Broadway? Exactly, European. Exactly. Exactly. I have to come by and visit you someday because. Oh my um, God! I hear you. I hear you, and I, I, I just know what a chill guy you are and how honest you are in dealing with your people, and and it just, you know, it, it just warms my heart to hear that you're still going strong. Honey, I, I am still rocking the world, baby. What are you driving these days, Debbie? Oh, I'm, I'm driving a Volkswagen Tiguan. Nice. And... And I'm telling you, it's one of the best cars I've ever had. Do you go to downtown Volkswagen? <laughs> no, I, I I stopped going there. Well, my my car's older now, oh, okay. so okay. I don't. Okay. I, 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 you know what, Warren? This is the le- the car that's needed the least repairs in my, in all my life of cars. God bless. You know, not not wood, <laughs> not wood. You are it lucky. Is, uh, it's, it's a great machine. It's just, you know, anybody that's thinking about a Tiguan, I'm like, hey, you know, the only thing is, you know, it's a, it, I have the SUV, and it, it's a little bumpy, but you know what? The good stuff is so good on it. So I'm happy. You're very lucky. Good for you. Oh, you made, my, you, made, you, made you made my day, Dad. Aw, I love this. This is unbelievable. Look. Well, I'm gonna come by. I'm gonna come by and see you. Bravo! Because uh, it's been too long, and I got to give you a hug. Okay, I'll I'll grab that one. Excellent. For sure. Thank you so much, Dad. <laughs> thank you for the kind words. And I'm so glad. And I'm so glad you got together with Patty. She's the best. And yes, you guys been are together like for a, years. That's right. Yeah. You're you're a match made in heaven. I'm Aww, telling you. I love it. Thank you, Debbie. Get on over to European U.S. Collision Center and say hi to Warren. I absolutely will. Warren, happy holiday, Patty. Happy Same holiday. Too. Same and to you, honey. A shout out to and a shout out to Lady B. I hope she's yes. doing well. Yeah, I messaged Lady B a little bit ago. I asked about Lady B yes. a second ago. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, she's, she's recovering, and, and I messaged her yesterday, and she'll be relaxing at home and celebrating Thanksgiving with her family. God, that's great. Wonderful. That's God bless. Thank well, you. Take care, everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. Wow, what a surprise. Isn't that great? I know. That's why I love radio. Oh, my God. You can't like call into your evening news and be like, hey, Ward, how you doing? Oh, my God. This is crazy. Take care, Debbie. Be safe. Thank you. Thank you. I Volkswagen's as like I had a I had an 82 Rabbit GTI. Those were very expensive. It was very expensive to fix in the 80s. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. It was a lot of work. They're not cheap. No. No, my favorite car is still Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I'm actually going to lend our friend probably the Prius. 
Uh, I mean, he's got. I just want to get around. I need. Well, I listen, help you got to do what you got to. You're going to do what you're going to do. I now, love that car so much. Don't we have forget, a lot of work to do. The yeah. shocks. Yes. If the we're going to talk about the, the shocks, we got yeah, to yeah. look at it. I take you're not doing it. anything until we look at it. All right. I'll bring it by you next week. Okay. When are you back in the shop? Um, I'm going to pop in on Friday, and we're closed, but I'm going to receive a couple of cars, and you know, I'm going to be. Well, I'm not going to bother you on Friday. I'll come in next week. Come in next week. You'll call me. You'll I'll say call I'm you. on my way. I'm on, all right. I want to make sure there's a hoist so I can throw you up in the air, the car, not her. Yes. And uh, take, take a, a look at everything. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Just to take a quick peek. So if you know, I w- we were talking earlier about how I, I so my go bag. I used to have a go bag because I often was driving in bad weather, mm-hmm. and uh, so I would keep a blanket. I would keep a jar. In, in case I needed to relieve myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry. Um, not, uh, <laughs> not like being on the beach in California, right? Extra, exactly. Extra socks, uh, food in my go. I have a go bag for like, even at home. Like I have a bag set ready for Declan in case we have to go on the move. That's a different story. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. diapers and, you know, his medicines and like, we're trying to make sure we know where everything is. But at any rate, in the car, um, I, like I used to have, I always have jumper cables. I don't think I do anymore. I think I just like pull over and call AAA for people. AAA is too slow. This time of year, they're two to five hours out. I'm not a pull over and jump people's car anymore kind of gal. No. I can't do it. You can't do that. You won't do that. It's not safe. No. Because sometimes people, oh, it's time to talk about other things like safety. Yes. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your surroundings. Because I guarantee you one thing, that person who say he might need a jump, might be jumping back. That's why I'd rather call AAA for them. Yeah. You just say, sorry, can't help you. <laughs> sorry, can't help you. My yep. cables don't work. Yeah. I think they're hanging in my garage now, but I used to have, I used to have, uh, I bought it for like a, like a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday thing. Like the ones you can do, like a battery that you could charge your car with and a flashlight thing. Are those any I forgot good? something for you today. You just reminded me. Okay. But that's another are thing. Those, are those good to have in the car? Yes. Okay. Yes. So like an external battery thing that you can jump your own car. You need jumper cables. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah, this here we go. Is, get your pencils and paper out, oh everybody. Okay. Okay. Pencil, paper. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, you need a pencil and paper. Yes. So at least you can write your memoirs while you're waiting for a tow truck if you're in an accident. And, and the information of the other driver. Right. So you, if you're going to be in an accident, you do need to exchange data. If someone doesn't want to exchange data, make sure you take your camera out and you take a picture of them, their car, their license plate, because they're not giving you any data. Right. Okay, that's one thing. Then get back safely into your car if there's no traffic or if it's in a good spot. Uh, if your car isn't running in the winter, you need to have jumper cables. You should have a blanket. It's not a bad idea. You should have at least one bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Medicine, if you're definitely a medicine person who takes medicine. Relies on medicine, right? Yeah, uh, you need it. You should have, uh, make sure your telephone is charged. So your car better have a charger in it. You know, most people have that now. I don't think I'm worried about communication. You were worrying about being sustained with nutrients. Yes. Yeah. So uh, candy bars are great. Yes. Uh, Nothing wrong with having candy bars. No, yeah, we, you we know, have to refresh them every You know those little on. Nutella packages that they have? Yes. With, you can have those things. In, little pretzels in the car. on top. Little pretzels yeah, with, like with yogurt on them. Uh, just, you got to be smart yeah. when you're in your car. Make sure you have a good scraper. Make sure your wipers yes. are good. Fluid. Make sure everything is good. Wiper fluid has to be, make Wiper sure that that's fluid. full. Uh, I, I don't know what else to tell you, but you've got to be very careful out there. That's all. And uh, be ready for anything. Well, especially if you pull over, like I've been in a situation you've met, I think you've met Paul Farvar, who's a comedian. Yes. He had a blowout. We, uh, we had to pull over and there wasn't much space to, to pull over. And then you have to rely on people not hitting you and paying attention to when you have your hazards on too. 
You have to get off to the side of the road. Yeah. It's really not safe to sit in your car no. when you're in an accident. The, yeah. You need to be far enough in front of it so if someone hits it, the car's not going to fly into you. Right. So I would be at least two car lengths in front of it. Yes. Yeah, not behind it. No. But in front of it. And if you can have space on the side, be further you know, east or west of wherever you're parked, get on the side. Get right. off the road. Yes. Because well, that's... As a matter of fact, the other day, uh, there was a policeman who was pulled over, pulled someone over. His car got whacked. Cause I, so that's another thing, too. If if you are in the unfortunate circumstance of being pulled over, you see those those flashing lights go pull over somewhere where you're both safe. Like, yeah. don't you know, don't go. So I, I try to get to a parking lot or something if I'm not on the highway. I did this. I got a warning in uh, like Arlington Heights or Schaumburg or something for. Going a little too fast. There's big roads out there. How are they not 45 miles an hour out there? <laughs> I, I don't know. I That's, live in Chicago. I, it's, yeah, fair. That's I don't fair. go past Harlem. Do you do you get, do you get pinched for uh, for speeding tickets? Like uh, nope. Lawrence has got like that speed trap on Lawrence. Um, it's terrible. I'm done getting speeding tickets. Yes, because I know where all the traps are between work and, and, right. and home. Have you noticed that one over? It's not. It's not. Between okay. your work and home, by the cemetery just uh, west of oh, that's a ter- of, of the, uh, the of the train station Irving? at Irving. That one's bad. That's one. Oh, uh, that's by Wonders Cemetery. There's and nobody then, crossing the street. I know it's Cubs there. games, but they, it's between that's the right. cemeteries, Graceland, and, and then there's one uh, by California mm-hmm. on the east side of California, going westbound and eastbound. Right, uh, and it's by the park. Um, those are the only two. There's one on Montrose, which is wild, just yeah. going east at California and, and on Montrose. And it's crazy. It's just a small one, but they, I got nailed there. Yep. Well, and they're, they're expecting, they're anticipating, like built into the budget for the city. I think it's like they're counting on in the revenue speeding of tickets. speeding tickets and red light cameras. And well, uh, You know where like they're making fi- money right now? Where? I think they pay these parking meter people oh. a commissions to write tickets. That whole thing. Is, I, I, you know, me, the parking meter thing that Rahm Emanuel sold off. No, no daily, I'm not talking about the, that's That's the, uh, the, the, toll, company. the toll booths, I think. No, he sold. No, Daly sold the parking meters for $75 million. Okay, well, they're something. making a lot of money on that. Oh, yeah, they are. Because these I, I guys think we are, get the revenue and the fine. There's a guy who in front of our shop, he, he's just waiting there for someone to pull up and park. Yeah, and he writes a ticket. He had, he hit a tow truck, the customer, mm-hmm. and someone else all in a second while they were unloading a truck right in front of my store. And nailed them all. Nailed them all Jeez. and walked away. And yeah. they all be they all went to the court and beat the tickets. Right. I recommend that if you do get a ticket, parking ticket, challenge it. Challenge Eric, it. I don't know if they're going to get stricter with it or less lenient with uh, you dismissing need to cases. Challenge it. Challenge Especially every ticket. If you feel you're right. I, I there were a couple, I had a couple that I was like I felt so good, and then I had a right turn on red um, at a red light camera thing. Uh, and, yeah, yeah and that's I, blowing I was, a stop sign. I was that's, no, it was right turn on red. I know. I thought I thought that I had it and. If you get a ticket, you you have a link. You can actually watch yourself before you try to embarrass they yourself. They have a in picture of, a t- of you. Yeah, but but a picture. But this is a moving video because it had to show that I didn't come to a complete stop at the red light before I made they the right on red. They call that California stop. Yeah, and uh, I was convinced. I was like, Your Honor, I absolutely came to a complete stop. Really? Let's roll the tape. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pay that fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was absolutely convinced I'd come to a complete stop. It was, it was, I remember uh, the day, yeah. I got one on uh, Clark and Irving on my way to the shop at 7.10 in the morning. Ugh. That's 10 minutes 
after your after the clock between seven and seven. Yeah, between yeah. seven and seven. My first as ticket, soon as I turned, flash. Yeah. Uh, my first ticket was at uh, was Nagel and Avondale. There's a uh, railroad tracks uh, on on uh, Nagel. And then Avondale is like the frontage road with the tracks. Mm-hmm. And I took a left turn. You know, the light was fine. I didn't see the sign that said no turn between four, no left turn between four and six p.m. So that was my first moving violation. There's one right by my house on Berto mm-hmm. and Pulaski that you can't turn right. Yeah. At the light. Yeah, it's it's the ones that if like they stop you. You can't turn left because it's a one way going west. Exactly. East, but you can't turn right. And it's it's a one way street. There's, there's nothing there. <laughs> but, you know, there's a, usually a cop waiting there between four and six. The the worst. There's no flight. There's no cameras. The worst. Have you seen this? This is over here. Uh, over it's if you're coming out of Foster. No, is it Foster? I think it's Central. The oncoming. There's a little yellow sign that says oncoming traffic has a, a longer green. Lo- longer green. Yeah. But that like it's something you're like okay that's nice but you don't think of that so if you're the car that's taking a left right the cars behind you will start honking when the light turns red you're like i can't go yet that's a badly designed intersection i don't know the intersection that's your that's your hood yeah all i can tell you is i empathize with someone who's honking at you and you can't move because there's really a law in front of your face yeah well there's oncoming traffic i can't what do you mean because they all anticipate that's the thing is that drivers anticipate what other people are going to do rather than what's actually happening in front of you that's why there's a body shop on broadway (laughs) at 4080 north broadway called european u.s collision repair do you get a lot of these where somebody is stopped and the light turns green and all the drivers behind and then think that, well, surely they'll start going and they just run into them without the. <laughs> yeah. I've had twice. Twice I've Well, been, there's more. I, <laughs> well, first of all, the telephone is the most evil thing built. This thing here, folks, yeah. creates more accidents yeah. than anything in the world. And it's nasty, it's bad, but oh. there's more rear end accidents and sometimes there's rear end and front ends because they push the car into the car in front of them. People yeah. have to stop. Texting and driving. Steve's laughing because uh, hi, um, Steve. And when I was my husband, so we used to work in the John Hancock, and um, I can't remember why I was calling the police. I wanted to call and tell them about something, and uh, and they go, "Where are you calling from?" And I was like, "Why do you ask?" And they're like, "Well, we have you calling from the John Hancock." And I was like, "I, I like ducked. I can't. It was um, yeah. I, I ducked under my desk." He's right. <laughs> I was like, "How do you know where I am?" This is like in the '90s, though. This is before cell phones. No, the two times I was rear-ended. Uh, the, neither one of them, for me, were not cell phones. It was just... I, the co- They couldn't have been because there were no cell phones. No, the one in the 90s was not, obviously. But there was another one. I was pregnant with with Griffin. And the car in front of me decided at the last second to take a left. I saw him turn his signal on. So I didn't move because we weren't going anywhere. And then the van behind me assumed, surely we were going to move, and ran, ran right into me. I hit the car in front of me. They both get out of their car and start yelling at me. And I said, you're going to have to wait because I just called an ambulance. You just hit a pregnant woman. Congratulations. Ooh, and they <laughs> shut up quick. The ambulance came. I, you know, And that was really scary, actually, because I, I was 21 weeks pregnant with Griffin. Mm-hmm. And they told me that if there, was any, if there were any injuries and there wasn't anything they could do, if there was anything catastrophic, they wouldn't be able to save him because he was too, too, too small. Too small, yeah. yeah. And these guys well, wanted to yell at me. I'm like, you have to, you have to shut up right now. <laughs> there is power. Some women have power, but you didn't want to have that position. No, but at any rate, yeah, everything worked out. So, but going back, like, so one, if 
if you're in that situation, well, these guys were being belligerent. I'm almost always it's guys that have hit me and then get out of their cars and start yelling at me. It's your fault. They it, hit you. Yeah, exactly. And so like the guy with the snow. I'm big. Oh, that's a girl. We didn't call the police on that one because that no. was so obvious. That I, was crazy. <laughs> we'll tell you about that one next show because I'm going to come on before Christmas, guys. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, Patty's got the well, video. You still have the video of that? I still have the video. Oh, though. my God. So but let's let's come back and talk about just cleaning off your car because we are going to we're okay, heading into. Let's snip. do something real quick with yeah. automobiles. Yeah. Before you leave your house, make sure that you scrape before you leave and drive away. Start your car. Clean off the snow. Clean your windows properly. Yes. Don't drive down the street with snow on it. People do that. They think that their defrosters will melt it fast enough. It doesn't work, folks. And the top of your car, because that affects the people behind, behind you. Behind you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and make sure you don't use a shovel to clean your car, because then you're going to be in the body shop. Because <laughs> you're going to scratch the hell out of your body. What, is there anything people can do with their, you know, to get your tires checked out to make sure that your, okay, your tires, tires are good? wipers, oil, antifreeze, fluids, get your car checked out. Do basic maintenance. Basic, just basic. Oh, there is going to be a tire pressure change in the colder weather. Okay, everybody, remember that. And while someone's filling up your tires with air, make sure that they check the tread to make sure you're good enough for snow. Excellent. Traction is very important. There you go. Also, yeah. keep kitty litter in your car. If kitty you litter. We, how much time we got? Okay, let's take a break and we'll come back. Okay, good. We'll have five, six minutes. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. More in a moment on WCPT eight twenty Heartland Signal and KTNF nine fifty AM. We're hanging out with Warren Price, European U.S. Collision Center. More in a moment. If you want to stay informed about Midwestern politics, check out Heartland Signal. We are WCPT 820's multimedia newsroom, and we cover everything from local politics and state legislative sessions to updates about the 2024 presidential election. For the latest information, you can find digital news updates at heartlandsignal.com and new video content on our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube accounts. At Heartland Signal, where facts matter. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. We are hanging out with Warren Price, European Collision Center over at, what was that? That was a problem. It's over by Michael's. Over, you know over by Michael's? Michael's Pizza. Pizzeria. And nice. I, I really got some great joints over there. The guy who repairs bicycles across the street. Ronnie? I love Ronnie. Ronnie's unbelievable. Yeah. So that good. guy's got the greatest bicycle repair shop in Chicago. You know, when I went to Los Angeles, I noticed that like there's no bicycle paths at all. We are a little ha- kind of haphazard with our I bike think we're lanes. Over, we're overzealous with a little bit of it. I, I wish that we were. I wish that we were better. I mean, I wish that we. The yeah. problem is that we don't have wide enough streets to begin yes. with. Yeah, that is the issue. You know, what I was thinking like people don't. There's a lot of neighborhoods where there's no foot traffic, and I don't want to eliminate foot traffic, but it's like we get a couple of inches, we could take off the sidewalks. Is all I'm saying. And yeah, I, I think we could be you better. You could also at it. shorten the sidewalks. Yeah, let's bring the sidewalks in a foot and a half. There you go, just a foot and a half. I'm saying because yeah. there's, I, I'm dazzled by the fact that drivers hate cyclists so much. Like they they break the law too. But here's the thing: they tell do me break these the people, law. tell me these people are driving the speed limit. Do they stop at every stop? Like as though they drivers don't. have they the don't. higher moral ground in some way. Come on. What bothers me more than anything is the electric scooter people. Oh. They go way too fast, way too nuts, and I can't believe that there's not more blood on the street. I know. I, have, I you don't really hear that many. No. Yeah. I I am. I, I don't go too fast. I try. To, I stay in the bike lanes when I'm on a, a lime scooter. Okay. What were we going to talk about? You want to talk well, about what I want to talk about? Yes. Is how thankful I am. Oh. For everything that's going on in my life, in the world, in my bubble, and it's great to uh, have you. 
Thank you. Yeah, uh, in, in my life. And uh, it's great to have, you know, Lily and Claire, Kim, bring them into the world. It's great to have Sarah in my life. It's great to have uh, the people that have brought me. Today I had a, a, a scene uh, with Mariana, who works for me for 37 years, and Todd Egg, who's been there for, I don't know, 30, 32, who, I don't even know. And we were just sitting there talking about, how did you get here? How did you get into this store? You know, how did it all work? So we were like sharing the stories because I couldn't remember everything about how Mariano got here because I remember seeing him on the second floor in a garage that I was looking at to get space to do more work when I was in my second or third year in business. And he was in this garage. And it's all because of a guy named Juan Peralta, alias Panama. All right. Yeah. And uh, just a great story. And continuing out with the people in my store, you know, there's this uh, girl, Diamond, who I work with, and Chris, and Marlene, and Don, and uh, uh, Kinga, and Sebastian, and all these people that are, you know, intricate in the business. Uh, everything is, is, is really good. And uh, I've got to thank Tom for the beef last weekend. It was Uh-oh. great. Yeah. Remember I nice. said that we went down to the farm? Half a cow. Yeah, I've got a half a cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, yeah, that was great. Uh, it, it, it's been a good run, you know. I'm, I'm real happy, and uh, uh, I, I thank God for my health, so I can continue on to come on here with you yeah. and play and you. do all that great, great stuff. Well, I thank you for all the support you've shown over the years. Uh, it's been a wonderful friendship, so I'm grateful for you as well. And uh, I look forward to many more conversations and laughs with you. Uh, I know at some point uh, I I do need to go back to CrossFit. Are you still doing CrossFit? No, I do, I do Warren Fit. Warren Fit? Hawk Fit. Hawk Fit. I do go. Hawk Fit at the CFC every day. I'm there about 5.30 We do boxing too a little bit there? Kickboxing, a little of this and a little of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Staying strong. Yeah. I love hey, it. Hey, listen, uh, I'll be there tomorrow morning. Excellent. I'll Save be there about 530. Making room for the turkey. Uh, yeah, got to go there, you know, work out. I'm going to do a lot tomorrow. Excellent. Well, well, I am grateful for my family and uh, for my my mother, my uh, my husband, and my two boys, and uh, all the my all my 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 friends are my family. You are my family. You know, Esmeralda, Elliot, Adam Selzer, Scott Stantis. Uh, I'm so I'm so Scott. lucky. I Hi Scott. Hi Scott. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> and I'm grateful for our listeners who join our conversations every day. We kind of took a break from some of the uh, the news Debbie and the headlines. Was a yeah. Freak. Oh great? my God, Isn't Debbie that, Dan. Wow. Isn't that lovely. A surprise. That was crazy. There's a lot of uh, things going on in the world, and and, uh, and we have to pace ourselves as how we you know wake up every day and what we consume, whether it's the news. Be thankful. Or be thankful. Know, find the things to be thankful for. Take care of yourselves emotionally. I'm very grateful for Andy and all of our producers here at WCPT, uh, and thank you, Jim Addy, for sending that, that article. We'll talk to, uh, we'll talk, talk to Warren about AM radios next time in cars because um, there's a big push to make sure we still have them. Oh my uh, so God! Yeah. Can, I was telling my daughter about how to turn the AM radio on in the car <laughs> while you were sitting here with her. I was texting oh, her. Oh man, get it done. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. We're gonna have a we're gonna we have a repeat tomorrow, and I'll be here on Friday for an hour. Uh, have a great night. Happy Thanksgiving. Mike Coots up next with Devil's Advocates. Hey hey bye.